0: And welcome to another episode of Women and Leadership podcast brought to you by the Influence Alliance, which is the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable, scalable business whilst also making a much bigger impact in the world with their message. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says, eliminate the mindset of can't possibilities are endless when you do. So joining me on today's show is Josephine Grace. Josephine is a transformational life coach helping women entrepreneurs create breakthrough results in their life and in their business. And on today's show, Josephine is going to share choosing between living in our limitations or living in possibilities. Where are you currently at? We're also going to talk about you can't do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. So why should you, as well as asking for support is a strength and will fast track your results. So welcome to the show, Josephine.
1: Hello, Anne-Marie. So great to be here. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And of course, you are all the way over in Canada and uh, over here in Melbourne, I am. So it's amazing that we can connect from opposite sides uh, of the planet and talk about something which I think is so very important, especially when you think of the times that we have been through. Many of us around the world uh, have had to navigate so many different changes, so many different uh, things that we probably never thought we would need to. And it's a great reminder of, you know, to do a check-in. Where are you at the moment? Do things seem hopeless? There is no such thing as a lack of hope. But it all really depends on who you are, where you're positioned and what you think is possible. And, of course, not to do it alone. And, of course, we aren't alone. So um, share a little bit about how you got into what you're doing now. I always love to find out a little bit of a backstory. How did you become a transformational life coach, which is something that you'd thought about for a while or was it more some significant events and steps in your career
1: great question so I've always wanted to be a teacher since since gosh I, I believe I was five years old when I was attending school with my dad he used to work for the school board and um With him, I, you know, he, he, I was in the kindergarten classroom that we're going way back for a moment just to, just to demonstrate how and when the seed gets planted, it becomes at such a young age. And I would go into the classrooms and I would stand in front of the class, line up all the stuffed animals, and I would start teaching. And it started way back then. Now, consciously or subconsciously, I mean, how does this all unfold? years later i there was still this even though i was in the corporate world there was still this pull towards teaching and teaching and i became a licensed school teacher teaching elementary and from there it just evolved into becoming a transformational life coach received my certifications realized my passion is in teaching and you know entrepreneur lifestyle loved it helping others teaching incorporating you know helping them live their best life yes. i was doing that in the classroom with my kids and now i'm doing it in a, in a in a in a bigger in a bigger scale now i'm impacting families so that they become empowered and 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 become leaders for their families and their kids
0: uh, I love that, and it's so funny. I, I uh, chuckled on the inside when you shared your story about lining up your stuffed toys. That's exactly what I used to do as a as a toddler as well. And then, you know, fast forward, uh, being able to share knowledge and impact the lives of many, I think, uh, is wonderful. And you know, you talked about entrepreneurial skills. Absolutely. I mean, the, the ability to be able to have critical thinking, to be able to look at things, particularly as businesses, you know that there are challenges that we're often faced. And to have the tenacity to be able to go, no, all right, how do we get through this? What can we change? What can we do differently? Can we go under, or, you know, over, through, ar- around the side? I think uh, now and more than ever, when you think about the rate of change and the complexities that many of us are now living in, the ability to be able to think critically and make decisions, you know, and but from where you're making those decisions, I think is really important. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to dive into that a lot deeper. Choosing between living in our limitations or living in possibilities, beautifully segue into that because many of us uh, may not be able to see the possibilities because we've been blinded, we've been, many of us here in Melbourne I know are still in lockdown, so sometimes it's hard to see what is in the future, what is possible if we're still in in an environment or in an area where, uh, yeah, there's some restrictions there. So what can we do to start shifting some of that mindset?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely and one of the one of the um areas that i love sharing with my clients as well is around collective consciousness mm. and we can shift collectively globally when we raise our level of awareness when we realize that there are possibilities that aren't just what we're experiencing and seeing mm-hmm. when we collectively can envision a future that is peace, that is love, that is possible to families healthy. And, you know, when we can engage and stay tuned into that, that lifts us up Mm. because we are no longer living in that limitation and that fear. We're choosing love. We're choosing possibilities. We are choosing to have faith and believe and know that there is a better outcome. We may yeah. not, as we're going through it, I mean, that's, that's, that's life in general. When we're going through trials and tribulations in our own life, growing, I mean, it's pain, it's suffering in yeah. so many ways. And there's always something on the other side. There's goodness on the other side when we're going through it it's it's challenging to see it unless there's someone that says okay all right just hang in there don't yeah. give up don't give up focus on the possibilities keep your faith have unwavering faith mm.
0: Which is so true, so important. One of the things that, um, you know, through over the last number of years and, you know, as coaches we're we're really uh, trained in the area of being mindful about where you do, your attention is, you know, your attention and energy, what you speak out you will often manifest in your own life. Um, And so it's so important in those situations too around the kind of environment, in which you you allow yourself to to continue to be in if you will and kind of you know, what you're listening to, what you are allowing into your your space. Speak a bit more about that because I don't think people realise how significant, um, you know, when you're thinking about living, you know, in limitations or even perceived limitations versus the possibility. Speak about what are some things that we need to start doing to shift through that so that collectively we can start to see where the possibilities are and the perceived limitations that, It's untrue.
1: Mm. Immediately when you've asked me that question, what comes up for me is guard your heart, guard your mind. Mm. I mean, that is biblical. Yeah. And when we're looking at, when we think back, or when we study psychology, child psychology, if we go back to that, when we're born, we're not born with limitations. Mm. These limitations are developed and created through our upbring through our environment through our school systems through society right automatically don't do this you can't do this don't say that you're gifted don't tell anyone that you're gifted or you're going to be picked on or you're bullied because uh, like all these labels yeah that create these limitations and we may not think you know sticks and stones may break our bones but names will not. here's the thing you know when we hear these things and hear these words and these things, you know, we actually subconsciously carry those in our life into our later years. And we live out our life based on those limitations. And it only becomes apparent when someone like a coach, or a cognitive therapist that starts identifying, helping you identify when was the first incident or when did you, when was the first event in your life where you started to recognize or hear or believe, that's the thing, believe that you weren't enough or that you can't do it. Yeah. And that's when the transformation happens. So, you know, going back to the information that you're, Taking in what news are you listening? Are you listening to news? I don't have a television. I you know, I limit what I it's good to know an overview, but how much of that are you taking in when all you're doing is is feeding negative thoughts? Yeah. Are you hanging out with like your environment, your close friends? Are they negative or are they empowering? You know, how much of that are you taking in? What, you know, what, what are you reading? Mm. What are you saying? The power of word. One of my very first blogs is about the power of words and and what we say. Are we empowering and encouraging? We talk about as teachers and coaches out there, but what about what's going on inside? How are you leading your life? Mm. What are you saying to yourself? I mean, there's so many different avenues to look at it, but it's really how are we leading ourselves and what are we saying to ourselves? Because collective consciousness, what we put out there, we create.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so true. And it's such a great reminder too because, you know, sometimes it can seem quite hopeless that uh, when you hear certain things that that are going on and that's why it's so important to surround yourselves with like-minded people and not get sucked in to the as you said the negativity and um, the the limitations because if you surround yourself with that fear constantly you will live in a state of fear and uh, you know that that continues then to really impact you physically. You know, what, what happens up here can often manifest in diseases and illness and things like that. We know that, don't we? And once you start to break through that, then um, you realise that, okay, a lot of what's happening now is because I can track it back. I can track it back to the situations. The beliefs that were then formed, unfortunately, they're not helpful beliefs. Um, and one of the things that I learned years ago from one of my mentors, which has really uh, been... in Incredibly empowering for me is, we will seek out the beliefs that prove, or or the evidence that proves our belief is true, and and so be mindful that, you know, when you're thinking and you're looking at you know the 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 possibilities or what is possible or what is actually happening that you're not limiting yourself from seeing that because you're only looking for the evidence that proves that your current belief is true and unfortunately those current beliefs are not serving you does that make sense I'm sure that would because you're a coach yourself but for some people realizing that is oh my goodness okay you know I think that's important
1: yes absolutely and that's where the critical thinking comes in Mm. now being able to think that that's great here's the here's where the possibilities and you know i i think about the days where i was teaching how often depending on the different school systems but how often do we teach how to imagine the possibilities imagination yeah. Learning how to feel and envision possibilities—it's not as easy, you know. It's—it's it's not. Did they something- teach that in schools
0: when they you were in school? Did they teach te- teach that, or they just gave them information that they thought that that people needed to learn? Did they well, create but- a space right. that will allow visioning and possibilities?
1: Interesting. Depending on the school system, I went through several different school systems for different reasons um, growing up. And I noticed there was a difference between the public, the private, um, you know, the different different school systems on what they taught and also the the becoming a teacher and certified um, with certain education and certain there's there's Gracie. She's agreeing. <laughs> I think it, 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 she, I, she has something to share with you all the time, Anne-Marie, because I think that when I, when I was interviewing you, I think she wanted to say hello as well. Um, <laughs> so um, the interesting part of imagination and possibilities, do we teach that? Do we do we teach that or do we teach them memorization and logical thinking? yes left brain right brain how much of that is true how much of how much how much do we ingrain and instill in our students right and 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 that's the the envisioning part of yes gracie the envisioning part of creating a reality she must say hello Clearly. that's all right bring her up
0: to the camera there she is oh bless
1: <laughs> she wants to say hello and she'll keep you know letting me know she wants to say hello okay so um envisioning is all about the imagination mm. envisioning the possibility feeling living as if it is happening now mm-hmm. that is what creates the possibility the Creativity doesn't come from logical thinking. Creativity Mm. comes from surrendering into the possibility. Mm. And that's why there's so many um, coaches and different visualization tools that we teach so that we can tap into those possibilities.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's interesting when you're talking about kind of the possibilities and ideas, I know that often it is in those moments where I might be out in nature or just doing something that is, I want to say a mindless task. It's that there's nothing that you're actually processing. And then all of a sudden an idea comes in, or it's like the small voice that says, what about this and this? And you think that was the most, and I think uh, that kind of thinking Balanced. Um, I actually did. Um, I've done a number actually of assessments. I I have left brain, left brain, right brain split in the middle, so I can have incredible conversations just with myself for days. You know, I, I laugh about that quite uh, quite often, but it's true, isn't it? That be mindful about what, where, from what space and from where you're thinking that, you know, what could you open up to? And you've created, you know, shared some great exercises there, or maybe you've got some exercises that people can start to do some more of as they're starting to exercise more of what would you call it the right brain, the creative brain, allow, um, you know, yourself the the opportunity to think of, um, do more of that envisioning. I love that space. I love that space. Um, but what sort of activities do you recommend for your clients, Josephine, if that's not something that comes quite naturally to them?
1: Believe it or not, it doesn't come quite naturally to most people, including myself. Mm. You know, at it's, it's an art and something that you get to practice on a continual basis. And the more you practice, and it is a form of meditation, um, mm-hmm. the more you practice and are intentional and deliberate about your practice the more it becomes easier the more you are able to tap into it mm. easier as if it, you know if you if sometimes when you're not familiar with it and you try to meditate mm. what's what's the most common thing that happens all the chatter right all the cha- it, It's if, if you're not practicing or if you're not familiar with it that's normal Sometimes I hear some of my clients that are, you know, haven't been exposed to it or friends. Oh, no, I I can't meditate. Well, no, here's the thing Are you living in limitations or are you living in possibilities? Mm -hmm. You just have never meditated before. However, that chatter that you're hearing and listening to, you get to actually surrender to that. And recognize that there's a way. So we have so different, there's different schools of thought. Like for example, there's the mindfulness technique where um and I I don't recall right now who actually started this, but it's about um eating or chewing a a raisin, for example. Right. You would you would chew the raisin and you would just without swallowing it and just feel the texture and the taste and and just that's all you focus is on the raisin. You know, and this help, helps open up um, your sensories, right? It's all about creativity, sensory, etc. That's one one technique that, that people have used. Another technique is a candlelight, just staring and gazing into the flame of a candle mm-hmm. and, and practicing releasing the thoughts that come to you. Not being upset or just staying neutral to the thoughts that come. Just say, oh, okay. And then just letting it go, mm. and when you're doing another form that I that I love doing um, is prayer.
0: Yeah, me too. I was going to say my my <laughs> prayer. I have the, the the most amazing conversations, but Pray. it's true, is it? It just really settles and and calms. What about journaling? Because I I love journaling. I do a lot of journaling. I haven't actually over the last little what, few days, but it's amazing sometimes just allowing the thought you know and just writing down thoughts and then all of a sudden you you'll see a theme that comes through and I think that's just a, a wonderful way to a, a practice if you want to call it that.
1: Yes, as a writer as a writer and author, I love journaling and I do encourage that for uh, my clients. Every morning or anytime you have a thought, write it down. Because often it escapes us, right? The thought, the idea—that's part of creativity. That's part of possibilities. Um, so, what w- one technique that I do is first thing in the morning, um, before I even get out of bed, after prayer and meditation, etc. I pick up my notebook and whatever is on my mind at that moment, or in my heart, I should say, I just, I just write it down and just write, 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 write. Just you know, get it all out. So that's one. And then the other um, that I encourage is to ask a specific question. Mm-hmm. Ask a specific question and not be attached to hearing the answer in that moment. Mm-hmm. Just carry that question with you. Yeah. And you will receive the response or the answer to the question I've done. I've, <laughs> But be ready for the answer because if you ask the question, you might not be
0: looking. You know, I had a I had a friend. Uh, um, I won't go too deep into it just in case this person uh, is watching. But this person would often go and ask people same question, but would continue asking till this person got the the answer that they were looking for. So that's not going to be helpful for all. But but it can be incredibly transformational life changing if you're open to to getting the the answers because you can have some real shifts can't you from that
1: oh absolutely and here's here's the key so i i'm not referring to asking others the question because we only come from our own opinions and our own perspective and point of view i'm having this conversation with god yeah I'm having, you know, whether whether you refer to God or higher self or universe, this is a conversation and a question that you're asking for guidance or you're asking, yeah. you know, so I, I completely, I love the same way, Josephine. You could still say, Lord, I'm sorry, but uh, I don't yeah. like that answer. So give me a
0: week and I'll ask you again and I'll see if you've changed your mind. Going, no, I still haven't changed my mind. We're still <laughs> the same answer.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I
0: love that. I love that. Look, I, I know we've only just scratched the surface. We can continue to, but I think what you've shared is just some incredible, some tools, some techniques that you use to really shift and get out of that place of stuckness, of, of limitation, and uh, then really opening up to possibilities when, th- you know, when uh, things seem um, a little bit tough in that way. But one of the things I would love you to share a little bit more uh, in is around the not not having to do it alone. You know, sometimes I think as women, and and maybe men have this as well, but often we feel that uh, we are the only ones that are going through a certain struggle. And it's, it can be so refreshing to realize that, oh, other women are struggling with this too. I just thought it was me. Uh, And then thinking that we have to go do, do things alone. For whatever reason, that they're not asking I don't know they may not want to feel judged or to 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 disclose that they're struggling with something but as you say you don't have to do it alone so let's spend some time and navigating through this
1: absolutely and here's the for, for the most part many years I did alone because I didn't know any better I didn't know who to turn to I didn't know where to go. And I I believe and I know that this is what many experience. They don't know where to go and they don't know whom they can trust and who whom they can, you know, receive the support that aligns with their beliefs and their values. And, you know, when when we look at, you know, for example, as a coach, I love creating a sacred space. And the, you know, to ensure that my my clients feel safe, that they know that I have their back, that they know that I stand for them, Mm. you know, and and I believe that that's important to really find and interview coaches and interview therapists. And I mean, you don't have to, you know, get support from the first person you speak to connect connect reach out there are support groups online there are you know it may not be and chances are that it's not your immediate circles or your friends and family you get to go outside of that and connect with other like-minded or women or men or whomever you know res- whatever whoever resonates with you the groups and you get to even just to sit in and experience it and realize and then and then sort of say oh, Wow, I'm not the only one going through this. Mm. It 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 encourages and develops courage within yourself. Yeah. And when you're feeling that wow, I'm not the only one going through this, it opens up your heart to want to share. I want to share.
0: Mm.
1: I get to share my story. I get to connect with others you know, I'm not the only one going through this. And it's critical for our health and our well-being that we share our stories. Mm -hmm. Because each and every one of us is unique. And although we're, we all experience different ebbs and flows in life, different trials and tribulations, Bottom line we all would love to be loved we all want to be heard we all want to be respected and when we want those things when the best way to to receive is to give those things away mm. give yeah. those things away cuz when others feel heard respected seen and loved it just it becomes this ripple effect of peace and harmony Mm -hmm. and I think I i not only I think I believe and know that this is exactly what the world needs right now yeah
0: absolutely absolutely
1: yeah more compassion more I love the um
0: you know that the transparency I think the open transparency I know um Brene Brown often talks about vulnerability I think it's so important that um there is a collective environments that will enable that because there's a lot of the healing process that people need to go through after this as, as well. And, um, you know, I was just speaking to a guest earlier today, Josephine, that she was talking around how women, and they've done studies, that when it comes to creating these collabor- collaborative, supportive environments, women just tend to do that naturally anyway. Um, you know, gone are the days of, of um, you know, telling people that they have to do things because they have to do things. Why? You know, and that's what we are able to ask. Why? Why do we need to do that? Let's dive deeper. Let's have these open conversations. It's important, isn't it? It's important, I, I think, because people um, can then collaboratively bring their unique gifts and talents to the table, be able to be in an environment that allows them to to share and and contribute. And I love the way that you said, you know, when you ask for support, it is actually a strength. The amount of women that I have spoken to on this podcast that have confirmed that, that originally when they stepped into a leadership position, they felt that they needed to know it all. And I think any leader that thinks that they know it all and they make decisions from that place. Um, let me just tell you, we don't know it all, do we? We can't know it all. I mean, that is a sense of arrogance and ego, which is just no longer has a place, I think. Um, and that we are able to get support from others who are able to to contribute on that. And as you say, it's going to fast-track results. And then from a a position of, say, leadership in your own business, this is important because how often do we struggle in building our own businesses when there's actually support available that could help us fast-track isn't it? You could show something to a client or ask them a specific question and it allows them to see a cycle that they're they're in over and over and over. And once they recognize that, there's awareness, they go, Well, you know what? I know that this could happen. I'm gonna take a different action the next time. You know, I'm not gonna let myself continue in that cycle, whatever that might be. It's important to realize that, isn't it? And and to have that kind of environment.
1: Absolutely. To have others look outside look inside and to see what they're experiencing from an outside you know from a bird's eye view outside in and um inside out to be able to to look and and to be able to empower your team and build your team with your vision with your mission with their desire and goals i mean and and taking on the leadership of their tasks and their roles i mean as leaders, we don't get to do it on our own. That's not a, a a great leader. A great leader has a vision and a mission, enrolls their team into their vision and mission, aligns and finds the people that will support their vision and mission, and then you build and grow together.
0: Mm. Yeah, so important. We've got a little bit of a lag here, Josephine, but that's okay. Um, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about the work that you do and how people can get in contact with you.
1: Absolutely. So I am now working with entrepreneurs who um, who would love to reach the next level in their life. And typically what I've who I've been attracting lately are mompreneurs who are lacking self-worth. And they've started the business. They're, they're typically um, caring for their loved ones and caring for their aging parents. And they they're in this sandwich generation of, okay, I there's there's got to be more to this. There's got to be more to this. Except they don't know what that more is. So they we have a, a, an extraordinary time together because we identify what those limitations are, what their beliefs are. And from there, we build and create their vision and their mission and and their businesses just excel. Their businesses excel. it's It's fantastic. I I've, I'm a current client right now. she 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 finished her book and she's getting into coaching and she's just i mean when we have accountability and we have someone who stands for us and with us mm. th- that's where that's where the fast tracking comes into play the results are just they come quickly
0: yeah i i heard um years ago something and it really has stuck with me and that is success is inevitable success is inevitable Although it will depend on the decisions that you make, which are driven by our beliefs and the actions that you take. And for some, the decisions and the actions that we're taking may take us a little bit longer, but success is inevitable and we can certainly impact that. And get rid of some of those limiting beliefs or beliefs that are not helping us and having the focus on what we know is going to shift us forward, that, as you said, can be seen by a support partner, by an accountability partner, by a coach who's then able to to support you in maintaining that focus. It's important, isn't it? Even coaches have coaches. We have coaches and mentors. We would just not do this on our own. We would not do this in an environment where we weren't able to ask questions and be challenged too. Sometimes it's good to be challenged by our colleagues and, and peers. Because it allows us to break through the paradigms that are keeping us stuck, we Absolutely. can see we can see the BS and we can break through that for ourselves and and um, you know perceive limitations that we may see think is is around us and keeping us stuck.
1: Absolutely, and that's and that's the key to provide and support with a roadmap to ask the evocative the evocative questions so that they. Your clients, your audience starts to think in a different way. That's the possibility thinking, thinking outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Often, you know, when we look at the limitations, the limitations, they're self-limitations. Yeah. We get to, we get to share it with others to say, okay, this is there's a gap. This is where I'm, I'm at right now. This is where I would love to be. And then the coach, myself, or any, you know, any coach will then fill that gap. And 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 show you and design the roadmap with you, not for you, because as you said, it's your decision and you get to take actions. But we support that for you. And that's the key. And yes, absolutely. I have three coaches myself. I, I there's there's no way that I could do what I'm doing on my own, nor would I want to. There's there's beauty in collaborative thinking, there's beauty in sharing there's beauty of building together I, there's and
0: there's uh yeah there's, it's so so true you know as you are sharing um that and I love that I totally agree you know what someone sees as or think is a perceived limitation someone else looks at that same thing and says that is actually a foundation upon which I'm taking that next step and then the next step and the next step and um having people that surround you, that will allow you to look at any limitation as to that's that's not going to break. I, I have a saying that something will either break me or make me and breaking me is not a choice. Breaking me is not a choice. <laughs> so I've got to find a way um, and uh, I will, you know, and uh, that's just how I live my life. So Thank you so much for coming on the show, Josephine. How can people then connect with you? You've shared how you can support them and who you love working with. Do you have um, a web address? Do you have a preferred social media platform that you love to connect with people? What's that best way?
1: Beautiful. So I'll give you, I'll provide three ways. Um, Through email, you get to to contact me through hello at josephinegracecoaching.com. You can go directly to my website, which is josephinegracecoaching.com and, um, or you can go to, uh, Facebook or Instagram. I mean, there's so many different ways, um, uh, Facebook as well. We check my team and I check our messages and we, we definitely connect with you within 24 hours. Absolutely.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show again, and please reach out to Josephine on either of uh, those platforms and uh, let her know that you heard her on today's show. And I know you've certainly been inspired, as I have today, listening to the insights that she
1: shared. So thanks once again, Josephine. Thank you, and marie It's been an honor and a pleasure. This podcast is brought to you by the TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love?
0: Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series. That's the influencealliance.com slash podcast series.